Hello everyone and welcome to the Scouting God podcast. In this podcast, we're going to try to read all of the Mary Birch books that Scouting has to offer. In this episode, we are going to be reading Citizenship in the World. In the description, as always, I will provide links to the Mary Birch books on Amazon and a link to the pamphlet as well. If you want have any questions or suggestions about the podcast, please email me at scoutinggodpodcast at gmail.com. Now, let's begin. The requirements for this merit badge are as followed. 1. Explain what citizenship in the world means to you and what you think it takes to be a good world citizen. 2. Explain how one becomes a citizen in the United States and explain the rights, duties, and obligations of the U.S. citizenship. Discuss the similarities and differences between the rights, duties, and obligations of U.S. citizens and the citizens of two other countries. 3. Do the following. A. Pick a current world event. In, re- in relation to the current event, discuss with a counselor how a country's natural interest, history, and its relationship with other countries might affect the areas such as its security, its economy, its values, and the health of its citizens. Select a foreign country and discuss with a counselor how it geography, natural resources, and climate influence its economy and its global partnership with the other countries. Do two of the following. Explain international law and how it differs from national law. Explain the role of international law and how international law can be used as a tool for conflict resolution. B. Use resources such as minor daily newspapers, the internet with your parents' permission, and news magazines. Observe a current issue that involves international trade, foreign exchange, balance of payments, tariffs, and free trade. Explain what you learned, including in discussion and explain why one of the countries must cooperate in order for world trade and global competition to thrive. C. Select two of the following organizations and describe their role in the world. The United Nations, the World Court, World Organization of Scout Movement, the World Health Organization, and Mystery International, the International Committee of the Red Cross. CARE. Introduction. We don't live in our wor- own world. We share the planet with more than 6 billion people. These people share the same sky, but they see it from different positions. Coral islands, desert dunes, traced mountains, rainforests, grasslands, and lockland magicians. And yet, most of these people won't say the same things we want. Good health, personal security, and the freedoms to worship as we please. Speak what we think, choose our lifestyles, and elect our leaders. We are more like than we are different. The Declaration of Independence defines the basic rights of people in the United States and everywhere else, that all men are created equal, that they are endured by their creator with unbelievable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. The difference that is that many outside the United States are not allowed to exercise their natural rights. Today, the world is connected through communication networks on the ocean floor, on the ground, in outer space, and in cyberspace. The internet and television allows people all over the globe to get information previously inaccessible. We can now see wars fought in real time. We take online chat rooms full of people who share specific interests, yet live in different countries. We watch breakdown news and live performances on TV. People tend to interrupt the impact of international events from their own cultural or national perspective. But as global alliances and 
activists point out on human rights abuse and environmental damage. Citizens and governments worldwide access to instant information makes the world a smaller place and changes our views about other nations. What we do and what we don't affects the world, and the world affects us. As you earn citizenship in the World Merit Badge, you will discover that you already are a citizen of the world. How good citizen you are depends on your willingness to understand and appreciate the values, traditions, and concerns of people in their countries and inner world. What is citizenship? Citizenship is a membership in a governed community. This membership comes with a set of privileges, freedoms, and duties, which varies according to the nation's form of government. A person may acquire citizenship in different ways, by blood, if born to parents who are already citizens of a nation, by soil, if born within the legal borders of a nation, through naturalization, through naturalization of parents. A citizen is a native or naturalized person who owns allegiance to a specific nation and is entitled to its government protection. A subject is a citizen ruled by a sovereign authority, such as a monarch, and is required to show a loyalty to both ruling authority and the nation. Ultimately, the quality of a citizenship depends on the labelance between what a government does for the people and what it expects from in return. United States Citizenship under most forms of government, citizens are obligated to obey the law, pay taxes, and serve the, and the armed forces. The government is obligated to provide physical safety, public services, and protection of property. In the United States, the government must protect other rights and freedoms as well. Right to vote, right to a fair trial, right to bear arms, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of the press. In a sense, a citizen's duties are built to the rights and freedoms. The right to a free trial, for example, obligates U.S. citizens to serve on juries. The right to vote obligates them to be informed about important issues in the candidates' positions. Because the government rules with the consent of the citizens, Americans must understand and exercise their constitutional rights or risk losing them. Permanent Residence U.S. citizens live in open society where it is safe to think out loud. We freely express our opinions, change ideas, and even discard to public. But some, in some nations, people are not allowed to do so. Modern communications such as electronic mail and global broadcasting have advanced the spread of American popular culture through advertising, music, and movies shown worldwide. As a human nation outreach effort and international trade, people in most countries no longer have to depend on their government for information about the world beyond their known borders. Now, they can find out for themselves what it is like to live in the United States. People immigrate or leave their own countries to settle elsewhere for various reasons, including fear of persecution, the desire to be reunited with family, and the opportunity to better themselves economically. U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, under the direction of the Department of Homeland Security, issues immigrant visas to qualify foreign nationals or aliens who wish to become lawful permanent residents, LPRS, of the United States. As an LPR, an immigrant enjoys certain rights, including the right to stay in the United States indefinitely, have a job, sponsor certain family members for immigration. An LPR must pay taxes but may not vote. Only citizens have that right. Many people who choose to become U.S. citizens want to fully participate in American society, elect government leaders, and have a voice in 
despotic and foreign policies. Naturalization. A applicant for citizenship must have a valid immigrant visa, must have fulfilled residency requirements, must be prepared to demonstrate an understanding of the English language, and must know the basics of the United States history and how its governments work. After satisfying the examiner at the naturalization interview and passing the English and civics tests, an immigrant must take the oath of allegiance. The applicant swears to support the Constitution and obey the laws of the United States, renounce or give up any foreign alliances, bear arms for the United Forces in the United States or perform services in the United States government when required. After taking the oath, the immigrant receives a certificate of naturalization, which is proof of U.S. citizenship. Then he or she must, may apply for a U.S. passport. Becoming an official U.S. citizen is a long and difficult process, including requiring life-changing decisions and actions. Immigrants who do this know why they want to live in the United States and take nothing for granted. They may not know more about U.S. government and history than people who has families have been citizenships for generations. World citizenships. Nations are like standalone colored tiles, each one with its own design. Each one has a beauty all on its own, re resulting from combinations of elements including ethnic customs, social values, language, religion, and legal system. Together, nations form a complex pattern, a world mosaic. Each person is not only citizen of his or her nation, but also a citizen of the world. As such, we all have a responsibility to respect cultural diversity and the rights of other governments. For the sake of international security, we must understand a nation's relationship to other nations, as well as its citizens and relations to one another. Then we must cooperate for the good of all. The United States and other international organizations track information about how countries are cared for their citizens. In a rich nation where the wealth is not concentrated in hands of a few citizens can expect to live long and healthy lives. Get educated, exercise equal rights under the law, and access resources needed for a decent standard of living. In poor countries, citizens tend to die younger due to malnutrition, preventable diseases, and civil war. The people have little access to good health care, safe drinking water, education, paved roads, electricity, and communication with the world beyond their villages. When we judge how other nations respect or violate values such as freedom, equality, justice, privacy, and human dignity, we must judge our own natural character as well. How well do we deal with racism, sexism, and cultural bias inside and outside our borders? Being a good world citizen requires speaking out and taking action against violations of human rights. Comparative political systems. As nations become more independent, people struggle to make sense of the changes and movements taking place throughout the world. Widespread access to information has raised awareness about the effects of the global economy, terrorism, religious extremes, famines, widespread diseases, and the collapse of governments. Education leads to understanding tolerance and peace. Power to rule. A government comes to rule through inheritance, revolution, or election. What form of a government takes dependence on who has sovereignty or the supreme authority power to make, implement, and enforce laws and settle disputes about those laws? The basic forms of government are autocracy, unlimited power to govern in the hands of one ruler, a monarch, dictator, or military, or religious leader. 
oligarchy. Unlimited power to govern in the hands of a few persons or monarchy, a single political party, junita, or self-appointed elite as a group of emirates. Democratic. Democracy. Unlimited power to govern in the hands of the majority of a country's citizens. Republic. Limited power to govern in the hands of elected representatives. Usually, power is limited by a written constitution, which is the fundamental law of a nation. It describes the purpose of the government, defines the rights of people, explains how leaders are elected, and how long they can hold office, and defines and limits the powers of these leaders. In countries with consonants, both the people and the government act accordance to a uniform set of legal provisions. Some nations, such as the United Kingdom, depend on uncodified constitutions, which are based on written sources like the Monica Carta, as well as laws, precedents, and customs. Unlike a written constitution, which summarizes the basic law in a single document, the uncodified constitution is understanding of how the government should work based on certain legal documents, traditions, and laws upheld over time. Constitutional governments. Many nations with constitutions are not necessarily con constitutional governments. Even when a government is unstable and defined by a constitution, the leader or leaders may act as if they are not bound by it. For example, a leader may use a secret police or a personal army to profit for himself, his family, and his friends. In order to be considered constitutional, a government must meet three requirements. It must be limited as a powerful, follow a higher law, and have constitutional stability. Limited power. The concept, concept of limited government, also called the rule of law, holds that governments and its offers may not exceed the limits of the power. They are subject to, and never above, the law. If they violate the law, the Constitution specifies ways to remove them from office. For example, the Constitution of the United States declares that presidents who do not obey its laws can be impeached and removed from the office. Higher law. In a constitutional government, the Constitution is considered the highest law of the land. It has two important characteristics. 1. Individual rights are protected from infringement by the government and other people. For example, citizens are protected against legal search and seizures. 2. It provides limitations on powers. This is achieved by s separating powers through the checks and balances. Constitutional stability. The Constitution cannot change without the consent of citizens and without using well-known established attendant procedures. Non-constitutional governments A authorization government in which the authority's rule is concerned in the hands of an autocratic leader or an oligarchy acts abruptly. Neither Constitution bounds nor responsible to the people. The government rules without restraint or limitations. It remains in control as long as it phrases, pleases or until it is overthrown. Authorization governments are not always heavy-handed in certain cases. A leader may rule in a, as a benevolent dictator, acting for the good of the people. However, an extreme form of authorization in toleration government, the opposite from the ruling power, controls every aspect of life. Distribution of power in a unitary government, often called a central government, all the powers of the government are held by a single central source, such as the dictator's single political party or ruling group. 
the Communist Party or Junta, for example, or parliament government, local government, have only these powers given to them by the central government. Those powers may be taken away at any time. A unitary government is not always a dictatorship. In a unitary government, such as the one in the United Kingdom, all the powers are held by the government and concentrated in the parliament, yet those powers are limited. A federal government is based on the division of powers between a national government and a surreal local government, an authority superior to both the nations and local governments, usually a written constitution. Describes the powers designated to each level. Both levels of the government are directly on the people, according to their own laws, officials, and agencies. Neither level of government acting on its own may change the division of powers. Relationship between executive and legislative branches. A presidential government is based on the separation of powers between the executive and legislative branches. The branches are independent of each other and co-equal. The chief executive president is elected apart from the legislator for a defined term of office and has broad powers not subject to the direct call of the legislator. The United States invented this form of government. In the par- parliamentary government, the executive chief and cabinet, the executive branch, are themselves members of the legislative branch, parmilative. The leader of the majority party in parliament is chosen by the legislative members to be the prime minister, also known as the councillor or premier, premier. Under this system, the executive branch is subject to the different control of the legislative branch. Variation of these relationships are called mixed presidential slash par- parliamentary governments. Some governments have similar forms, but they act differently. India and the United States are both called federal republics. However, India's president, the head of the Hoover Indian president, the head of the state, is chosen by elected members of parliament and state legislative assignments. The prime minister holds the real power and is accountable to parliament. The U.S. president is elected by the people through an electoral college and is not generally responsible to the legislative branch. Both Saudi Arabia and Japan have monarchies, but the Saudi Arabian ruler has absolute power and is ultimately responsible to no one. Japan has an emperor and constitution. The monarch is a ceremonial head of state with no political power. Other governments have a particular form on paper, but act differently. They may claim to be a democracy because certain de- democratic processes, such as elections, are in place. Yet, these elections are not always free and fair. The People's Republic of China calls itself a republic, but only members of the Chinese Communist Party are allowed to run for office. In fact, the party is the government controlling all media and moderating citizens' use of the internet. Many governments around the world are in a state of transition. Certain nations formed formerly ruled by an absolute monarchs or, or dictators have made efforts to become democrats or republics. Some have a character or temporary government, while the nation is in the process of creating a constitution and electing new leaders. Others are collapsing as a rival functions wave civil wars.
Your efforts, along with those of other scouts and citizens of the world, to understanding the political and economic systems of the world's nations will lead to greater global tolerance and well-being. National Interests A government classifies areas of interest in two ways, public and national. Public interests are international countries, such as education, healthcare, and taxation, to be added with the country's borders according to public policy. National interests refer to those issues as affect relations beyond a country's borders. These goals, such as military actions, explanations of international trade, and humanitarian efforts, are shaped throughout foreign policy. Every nation in the world acts according to its own principles of interests. The concept of national interest is based on the idea that the government will protect its citizens, property, and other boundaries against infringement or trespasses. By any other nation, the key areas of national interest are national security and survival, economic welfare and national values. National security is considered with an area of vital interests, defense of the homeland, preservation of Tolerable borders and the health and safety of the citizens are so critical that other areas of national interest are subordinate to these objectives. A nation's level of concern about its own security depends on how it regards other nations' motives. South Korea maintains a large, well-equipped military force because it believes its neighbor, North Korea, might attack it. A nation's economic welfare is based on the health of the economy, which varies according to the nation's resources and how they are protected, distributed, and consumed. The internets of the nations are affected by events and conditions in other nations or regions. For example, Cuba's centralized economy has long been dependent on foreign aid from the Soviet bloc. After the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1990, Cuba experienced an economic crisis. The Cuban government redirected its foreign policies to seek new trading patterns and allow foreign investments in Cuba. National values are based on a nation's traditional beliefs, culture, religion, and historical experiences. Every nation has an interest in protecting, promoting and protecting its way of life. America spreads its national values, a blend of diverse immigrant values and de democratic principles through foreign aid and human humanitarian assistance. International relations. The United States, like most other democratic countries, has an open society. People, money, ideas, and products move easily across borders with little interference. That encourages national trade and tourism, cultural exchanges, and educational opportunities. International tourists, however, have exploded the strength of an open society, freedoms, mobility, and trust to further their causes. Physical borders are becoming meaningless, just lines on a map. In fact, borders are disappearing as computer hackers against governments and municipal companies in cyberspace. Rogue nations threaten to launch long-range nuclear missiles and radical wave biological warfare through the mall. Today, neither advantageous geological position nor great military strength can ensure national security. Events and conditions within and across borders uh, affect other countries and regions, threatening the stability and affordable balance of nations. 
These national problems cannot be resolved by any one nation, but require international cooperation. Drug Drug trafficking, famine, foreign investments, human right violations, migration of civil war refugees, national disasters, pandemics, popular expulsion, spread of weapons and mass destruction, terrorism, use of outer space, nations that recognize their dependence and interdependent relationships with other nations form groups called alliances and pledge to support one another in times of conflict. Some form of alliance around economic, environmental, or inhumane concerns. One nation that may belong to other in alliances is government's other foreign policy in response to international crises or opportunities. They may often break away from political friends or strike deals with former foes. Alliance are not necessary friend, friends or for life. They are friends of convenience. Thank you for listening to part one of the Citizenships and the World Merit Badge book.